Renting property is more vigilant on tenants when it comes to cleaning the property to vacate than it is for those who have sold a property and vacating. When renting, it's best to think of the end at the start than be overwhelmed at the end. Today, we're going to get a few tips from a cleaning expert about how to get your bond back when vacating a property. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent, and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. Real Estate Right has hit the top 40 in how-to podcasts in Australia. If you would like to advertise your business to those serious about buying, selling, renting, and investing, give us a call on 03 59 or send us an email at sue at realestateright.com.au. The recommended cleaning company for Ray White, Artie Edgar and many more, Seago is the director of Seco and is passionate about getting tenants' bonds back as well as saving property managers time when conducting exit inspections. Welcome Z, how are you? I am very good, thank you for having me, appreciate the time. That's okay, thanks for coming in. Now tell us, how did you get into specialising in vacate cleanings? Um, a quick backstory, so yep. before I started cleaning, I was actually a chef for eight years. Oh wow, yeah. And uh, in my last year of my career as a chef, uh, I thought of uh, starting something by myself. Yes. But I wanted to start something quick where I, when every time I do a job, I get paid. Yes. Um, I've previously started, uh, tried to start many different things like delivery, food pastries, um, social media marketing. Yes. Tried all those things, um, which t- needs some time. Yes. You know, and um, and I've been a student in, in the city, living in the city for almost 10 years uh, since then. Yes. And we paid good money for end of lease cleaning. Yeah. So I always thought, you know, why just get some, why don't I just do it? Yes. You know, give it a try. And yeah, and that's how I got into um, end of lease cleaning. So I went on Facebook, just promote, say I'm going to do uh, end of lease cleaning for, for for the people in the group that I'm in. Yes. A Malaysian group. And then that's where it kicked off. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's doing really well. Oh, yeah, man. Been steadily following up, so it's pretty good. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. So, now, um, in the intro of this podcast, we talked about thinking about the end before you start your tenancy. So, what type of properties should we consider to ensure it's an easy vacate clean at the end? Ah, uh, yes. Good question. Um, always choose a property that is secondhand, not too new. Yes. But because with new properties, um, the house are newly painted, right? Especially mm. um, the new apartments and all that. And every single scarf mark can be seen really easily yes. when you move out. And that's when um, the vendor will pick up and say, oh, it wasn't like that when you guys first moved in. Yes. You know, this scarf mark is not wear and tear. It's something that you sort of did it on purpose or yeah. you didn't clean it on purpose. Yes. You know, um, so that's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is the Venetian blinds. Don't have any Venetian blinds in, yes. in the property because <laughs> it takes a long time to clean. Yes. Um, we, we've done we've done Venetian blinds maybe, uh, I would say, size two by two meters. Yes. Um, it will take almost an hour just to clean oh, Venetian wow. blinds. And if, if, the, if the cleaner is charging you $50 an hour per cleaner and you have six blinds, there you go. It's, it's a big chunk it's of a big, time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, lastly, I think, if you can choose a property there that is 
single story rather mm-hmm. than double story, you just you get to save some uh, money from that as well. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, but then even like t- uh, timber floors are easier to clean, aren't they, than carpet? Yes, timber floors are easier to clean than carpet, um, but depending on the condition as well. Yeah. You know, some people, they, use, they wear shoes in there and then, you know, it probably takes longer yeah. um, in that sense. Yeah, fair enough. Now, what is the expectation of property managers when it comes to cleaning the property when you vacate a property? Um, I think it's very pretty simple. Uh, when you return the property to the, to the property manager, it has just to be the same the way you received it, yes. minus the wear and tear. Yeah. You know, you can be living there for three years, there'll be scuff marks here and there, a little dent in the wall or something like that. That's yeah. okay. But generally, uh, clean, safe to live in for the next tenant. Mm. And of course, um, the condition report that you're first given at the start, yes. that's the best way to remind you how the property was uh, looking um, before you return the property back to the property manager. Yeah. And make sure when you check that condition report before you start leasing that property, that they're fair and reasonable with where they put the ticks as well. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, when when you when you have the condition report, you should just go through it as well mm. and make sure you see a, a, every single scuff mark, every dent in the wall, any light box that's not uh, working. Yep. You gotta you gotta check that so that you can put a note in there and say this was the condition that I was given, um, not shown in the condition report. Can you just update it and then that's where you cover um, you cover yourself. Yeah, you definitely. Now, what are some of the ways you can guarantee to get your bond back? Um, for tenants, I've seen this mistake going happening a, mm. uh, a lot in in in, um, in rental properties. Yeah. Um, tenants like like to put sticking hooks, uh, hooks that yes. stick on the wall. The command hooks. Yeah, if you yeah. can, just minimize that because although it says it comes off easy, easily, but if after living for three years, it dries up, it sticks there and if you pull it off, you may rip the paint and yes. that's going to cost you a bond. Um, people with pets, yes. um, train your pets well, yes. you know, because pee stains in, um, in carpets it will cost you your bond extra from, from the cleaning. Yeah. Um, pet fur, Yes. Vacuum your place every single time. I have friends that have uh, pets, but they vacuum every single day, yes. uh, which makes it easy. Yes. You know, because pet fur can um, uh, can be embedded into the um, carpets or, or the blinds or the Venetian blinds or the curtains, mm-hmm. which will need extra cost and extra time to remove yeah. them. And um, and walls. Try not to touch the walls. <laughs> Just don't bang the walls. Don't don't put your don't, furniture sticking to the wall. Don't have a drunken night where some friend puts his foot through the wall. No, no, no don't no, do yeah, it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's very important because walls. For most, I can say for most uh, cleaning company, it's a separate charge. Yeah. Uh, because it just takes a long time to clean. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, if you aren't going to engage a professional cleaner, what are some things tenants forget to do when cleaning their property? The two main ones, um, well, depending on how they, how often they maintain the property. Yes. But let's just say they're they're pretty good at maintaining the property. Mm. Um, I would say the oven. Yes. Is the big one because it takes a lot of elbow grease mm. and the right chemical. Um, but there are a few chemicals in um, in woolies or coals that you can get where you can soak it overnight. Yes. And then you clean it the next day. It, it just comes off really really easily. So yes. the right knowledge in chemical is important for oven. Yeah. And Shower screens. Oh, yes. Shower screen is a big scum. one. Be- scum? Yes. Yeah. Scum is easy to remove if you scrub it. Yes. But there are hard water stains on your shower screen. You know where after you clean your shower screen, you can still see a... A, a, a fog. Like yes, a, a fog, yeah. And yeah. that's what we call hard water stains. Yeah. Hard water stains are the minerals in the water that's been on the shower screen for a long period of time, mm. which it uh, is sort of embedded into the screen. Mm. 
and you'll need a hard water stain remover to remove it. Yes. And you can't really get a good one. I, I don't really see one in supermarkets, but you have to go to a specialty a window cleaning shop to get it. Okay. But if it's not um, severe, you may get it off with a magic razor. Oh, okay. Right, but it's really severe. You probably have to hire a professional or search up that that um, hard water hard water stain remover. Um, it takes quite a bit of strength to remove it, as it depending on the severity. Yes. Um, but a quick tip: if you're showering, have a squeegee with you in the shower. Yes. After you shower, squeegee down your shower screens so that there's no water on top. When yeah. there's no water on top, the minerals can't go in. Yeah, sounds good. Are you expected to have all the light bulbs working before you leave? Um, yes and no. Yes and Depend, no. Depends on uh, how you how you receive the property. Yet. So yes. if there's a three light bulbs that's not working during your tenancy when you received it, then you don't have to replace it. Yeah. But if everything was working during a tenancy, you, you have to yeah. replace them. Yeah. And that's sometimes hard because, like for instance, the lights in a stairwell, for instance, you know, not everyone has a twelve meter ladder floating around. Maybe not twelve meter, but you know, six meters, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, floating around to replace that. So. Uh, I believe that's now a repair that the the landlord's in charge of doing. Yeah. Or you know, if the light bulb doesn't work anymore, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess the vendors are reasonable as well. You know, mm. it, not everyone has a six meter ladder. Yeah. Uh, and if, even if I have one, I wouldn't dare to go up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's something that you should clarify as well as a site, just to be sure. Yes. Uh, talk to your property managers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, we're going to have a short break and come back with more from Zico from Zico Cleaning, where we talk about the time, money, and how things can be miscommunicated. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and we are talking to Zico from Zico Cleaning about the importance of the vacate clean when you are vacating a rental property. Now, we just had a little talk through the break about the name Zico, so I'm going to bring it up. That's I hope fine. you're okay with that. That's now, can, how did you come up with the name Zico, considering your name is Zico? <laughs> so, before I started uh, Zico, as I mentioned, I tried to do a few site business uh, yes. before I, uh, before starting this cleaning business. And I started things like, you know, like pastries, selling food, yes. delivery, um, even tried social media marketing where yes. I um, I bought a course, did it, and went and did free um, service for like 10 people for a month each, so 10 months free yes. services. But I thought, you know, it's going to take a long time uh, for me to learn everything and get experience. So I yes. thought, let's try something else. And I bought off subscription business uh, where I provide uh, sustainable toothbrush and, um, and uh, toothpaste to yes. customers. And I wanted something with my name Z and yeah. Eco in the brand, so I thought of Zico. Yes. And it didn't turn out well. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought, you know, what, I'll just use this from use this for my uh, cleaning cleaning business, anyways. And I found out that Zico is that E C C O actually stands for Z's Cleaning Company. So it worked out well. It worked out well, definitely. Yeah. Sounds good. Now, so see, how should we choose a vacate cleaner for our property? Should we base it on price? Uh, like everything, don't base everything solely on price. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are a few things that you have to take into account when you're hiring a cleaner. Yeah. Uh, number one is go through their website or their page or Facebook page or Instagram to see what have, they have done. Yes. You know, it's a good indication of um, if they're good or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, reviews. Reviews are great, you know. Um, that's just um, a real life telling of if this person is actually good in terms of service, you know, politeness on time or not. And I think the most important one is testimonials from your property firms. 
Yes. You know, when when they have one or two testimonials from a single property manager or property firm, it just shows that they know what they uh, they understand what yeah. the property managers are looking for in a property. Yes. And then just that just makes things much easier um, compared to just going solely on price because expensive doesn't mean good as well, and no. cheap doesn't mean um, bad. No. You know, so that's so that's how I. Um, Initially, uh, when I hired people to clean my apartment when I was a student, that's what I actually did. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I must admit, when I've rented properties in the past, I've always, um, you know, you, you tell your property manager that you're leaving and then they'll give you a list of three different cleaners that they use. If you use their cleaners, they can't come back and say, hey, you know, your property doesn't look great. It's like, well, hey, wait a minute, I used your cleaners. Whereas if you choose your own cleaner, and then you show them the receipts and all that sort of stuff, they'll go, oh, well, we don't recommend this person. So, you know, and they'll pick it out. So yep. just, you know, be on that recommended cleaners list. Yeah, recommended cleaners list is important. Mm. But what I do, if I'm not on the recommended cleaners list, mm. and, uh, and, I, and I, uh, I, was, I had the opportunity to clean for someone that mm. um, they just came across my page or yeah. know who I am or referral, um, I always send the property manager and the tenant report after we clean. Yeah. So we have uh, in the report we have pre pre photos, pre clean photos, yes. Post clean photos, right? Yeah. That's the that's the given ones. Yes. And then we have the during photos, uh, photos or actually videos. It's where, like all properties, you can't restore it to hundred percent brand new again. Yeah. So those areas that we can't restore it, we'll we'll clean it, and if it doesn't go off, we'll get our, our team members to take a video. Mm-hmm. Clean it again to show that it's been cleaned, and then we try to rectify the problem and kind of restore it to to uh, brand new. Yes, and pass it on in the report to the property manager. It's very clever. So yeah, and when when the vendor checks mm-hmm. the checks the condition report, exit report, say, oh, why is this not clean? Oh, they actually cleaned it. Here's the video. You yeah. Can so so this gives the peace of mind to the vendor as well. Yes. That that the property manager is doing the right thing. The tenant is not trashing the place. Yeah. And the cleaner is just doing the, the job. Yeah. And you're all giving a, a good duty of care. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Now, how long does it take to do a vacate clean? I'm going to give you three different types of properties. Okay. A one to two bedroom apartment. How long would it take you to clean that? It uh, depends. One bedroom, one bathroom. Uh, yes. Yeah. Probably four to five hours, uh, depending on um Four to four. Dash, dash five, five hours. Four, two, five, not 45 hours. Not 45 hours. And all these cleans, we normally do it with uh, two cleaners. Yeah. Um, some people can do it quicker, depending on your staff, you know. So four to two, five, five hours, hours, two cleaners. So that would be two and a half hours? Of, oh, no, no, ten no. hours. Oh, ten hours. Uh, eight to ten hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's – people are always shocked when I say that. Yeah. Because um, when you clean for property firms – Hundred percent result is important. Yeah, um, and you don't want to go back and reclaim, even though you don't mind yeah. if you do make a mistake. And um, we, the key to having a good clean is just not to rush the clean. Yes, and it, it's very common when when um, a, a supplier provides a, a cheap price. Yes, when the price is cheap, you, that means you have less budget equals to less time. Mm. When you have less time, your cleaners will rush the clean and mm. focus on to rushing the clean, finishing this one, so they can get on to the next one. Yeah. So, But for us, I train my staff to make sure they don't rush the clean, focus on this one, and then more will come because we're doing a good job. Yeah. Right? So that's that's how uh, that's how I train, train yeah. our, our cleaners. Yeah. And for a two-bedroom apartment, I would reckon depending five to seven hours, mm-hmm. depending on how many bathrooms is there. Yeah. So the bathroom takes quite a while. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 Okay, so essentially you've got to allow a day 
a day. Yeah, I reckon a day yeah. would be good. So basically get your stuff out of the apartment. Next day, to get your cleaners in. Do you also do steam cleaning for the carpets? Or yes, we do steam cleaning yeah. for the carpets as well. Yeah. And that would be included in that Yeah, time. we just give a f- – yeah, everything Yeah, in that time. Okay. Now, how about a three-bedroom villa? Um, I reckon seven to ten hours. Yeah? Yeah. It all depends on the condition. Uh, yeah. We've done a, a three-bedroom house within five hours yeah. because it's just clean. They yes. just want it once off. But we uh, we have done uh, a two-bedroom apartment at total yes. um, 18 hours. Oh, wow. So it's pretty horrendous. Yeah. yeah. We, we, <laughs> we recently did one um, uh, two-bedroom apartment um, and it was $1,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they lived there for three years. The walls were filthy. Were filthy. Um, never cleaned before. Carpets black mm. uh, on, on the high traffic area. Mm. It just takes extra time, you know. Yeah. Um, the bathroom, I don't have to say anything yeah. in the bathroom. And the kitchen, you know, yeah. oil everywhere. everywhere. Like, everything was yellow in color. And after mm. we cleaned it, it became white. So oh, that's wow. so that's three years worth of dirt, you know, yeah. we were trying and to clean. Grime and grease, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's amazing how people live, isn't it? Just Yeah. Um interesting. It's very interesting when you start yeah. cleaning you start seeing people like really, really clean and some like they, they just neglect it. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. Know all about that. Um, now, how about a four-bedroom family home? How, you know, we, we're talking, you know, probably two, three days, really, to do it properly. Four. No, you keep. Yeah. I'll probably put three cleaners on and we can get it done within the day. Okay. Yeah. Three cleaners with eight hours. That's that's pretty yeah. decent time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Now, how about the gardens? Would you include the gardens in that time frame or would you just talk about the… the uh, gardens. Uh, we'll normally get a quote for them. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a separate charge. And the guidance normally will not affect the clean at all because it's outside. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll get a quote. And then if they're happy with it, they can go go ahead with it. Yeah. No. And so you'd pretty much try and get everybody there yeah. on the same day. So it's all done. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, take it all. Yeah, one-stop shop. One-stop shop. Awesome. Do all cleaning companies offer gardening services or just some? No. Uh, even some don't even provide carpet cleaning. Yeah, you know, so it's very different. Um, depending on their their business structure. Yeah. Um, but for us, we try to um, be valuable mm-hmm. to the tenant or even the property manager. Yeah. Because the number one problem they, that they they face is they're they're very time poor. Mm. These property managers and every time something happens, they have to go to one person to get it solved. A uh, hole in the wall, get the handyman. Yeah. The, uh, the tap is broken, get a plumber. Yeah. A cleaning is done. Okay, what, what if I can just give them everything? Yeah. You know, I, I have the contacts. I yeah. can just say, I'll get a quote for you. Give me the photos. Yeah. I'll get a quote for you. Here you go, relax. So, and we'll so you're out. more than a cleaning service. You're, yes, yes, yes. You're a, a one-stop shop for yeah, everything. Yeah, one-stop shop, peace of mind kind of yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what property managers need, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, talking about carpet cleaning, one of my vacay cleans, the last one I actually had, I organized the steam cleaner before I had organized the cleaner. So I told the cleaner this as they had asked me if I needed steam cleaning of the carpets. I said no. Um, that had already been organized. So when they arrived, they said they had quoted me based on not doing the carpets. I said, no, you weren't doing the steam cleaning, but you still need to vacuum before the steam clean. And they said that would be extra. So they didn't do it. When the steam cleaner arrived, I told him that the cleaners refused to clean the vacuum. And so that he said it would be extra. And it should have been done as part of the vacay clean. As a tenant, you get 
right? So either way, I was being ripped off. What should listeners be aware of when it comes to carpet cleaning? Carpet cleaning. <laughs> um, very interesting when you said this because I've, when I started the business, I mm. was um, going through other businesses and see how they set up their their business. And mm-hmm. I come across a few carpet cleaners where they say, oh, carpet cleaning only $20 per room or something like yeah. that, right? And then when you dig deep enough, they say, oh, if, if you need us to vacuum, it's an extra $10 a room. Mm. You know, so that's one of the ways that they sort of hook you in yeah. at a cheaper price. But essentially, um, they're just removing, they're just itemizing the, yeah. the jobs, yeah. you know. And as a business, I feel like we have to think from our customer's perspective. Mm. Yes, you, you, you may not include vacuuming, yeah. but the, your, your clients assume it. It's included because yeah. it's carpet cleaning. It, the, the the sound of it, carpet cleaning. cleaning. Yeah. So vacuum is under cleaning. Yes. All right. So this is very common. It's very common in industry. Same same as Walmart's, right? Mm. End of lease. You're doing end of lease cleaning. Yeah, so that's why we, we had a few uh, mistakes that we faced at yeah. the start. So now we, we, we put everything laid out, everything that is not included or whatever is included, yeah. just to make sure. Yeah. Um, Talking, going back to the very start of this podcast, um, one thing that you should look out for too is uh, intricate light fittings because they can be very, very dusty. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, we had we had a couple of that, and uh, I, I believe those sort of things you really have to communicate with your tenants and yeah. and the property managers because you don't want to do things that you can't do or you do it and then you break them. Yes, um, even with normal light fittings, it's been there for ten years, never yeah. touched, and then you go and. Unscrew it, it breaks Bricks, instantly. Yeah. And, you know, set sometimes we'll have to pay for it mm. because they'll, it's not the tenant's fault. No. no. It's not the property manager's fault. No. It was just a you know. cheap thing put in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's a, there are yeah. a few things that we have to do. Yeah. It's just, yeah, try not to go for properties with sh- um, chandeliers and, and, you know, five yeah. light fittings to the one, um, you know, pendant kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you do, do, um, Get this sort of clean. You're yeah. just going to communicate right away. Say, hey, um, I don't think we're comfortable doing this. Or yeah. is there a special way to do this? Yeah. Ask if you can do it. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. Yeah. But if I can't, I don't want to break it. Yeah. You know, that's very important. Yeah. So, yes, it's all about the communication in the end, isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything else you think uh, is worth mentioning? Yes. Um, going back to the price thing. Yes. Where... Um, you know, we don't, we don't, we shouldn't judge, uh, we shouldn't make our decision based on price. Mm-hmm. And this is what I always try to put in perspective for the, for the, for my clients, you mm-hmm. know, um, just recently, the same clean, we did $1,000, all right, yeah. $1,000, two bedroom, one bathroom. People would think it's ludicrous. Yeah. Right. It sounds ludicrous, but you think about it, it's been, he and uh, his housemate was living there for three years. Yeah. $1,000 divided by three years, it's only $333 a year. Yeah. Right. And you divide it into a day, in a daily uh, it's basis. A dollar a day. It's nine cents a day. Mm. Divided by two tenants, it's forty-five cents a day. Yeah. So in a way, it's ten times cheaper than a coffee. Yeah. Which people are happily to pay for a coffee yeah. every single day. And if you if you take the coffee, and you put it times three years, mm. that's that's ten grand. Yeah. Because times ten. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm trying to say when when you're hiring a cleaner. Don't just solely based on price. When you when the price is low, that yeah. means they have less budget. When yes. less budget, less time. When the less time, they rush to clean. Yeah. And that's the number one um, number one advice I want to give yes. to your listeners and to the people that I always uh, come across. Because when they choose a cheaper service, yes, 
it's not essentially they're not good. It's some. It's just the budget doesn't allow yeah. for a good claim sometimes. Not all the time. I started mm. as a cheap company yeah. as well. That's but I, I I was able to learn and I need to earn some money. I need yeah. to. I need to. I can't do do a disservice to my clients by yeah. doing a quick, easy job. Mm. It needs to be proper. Thanks so much, Z, for getting Real Estate Right listeners in the know when it comes to vacate cleaning. Now, do you have any special offers for Real Estate Right listeners? Yes, definitely. I'm going to give 10% off uh, for for those who contact me. And yep. if you do come across my website, you're trying to get an end of lease clean. Yes. Um, just mention that you're a Real Estate Right listener. Awesome. And then you get 10% off. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Now, how can listeners get in contact with you? Uh, a great way is my website, yeah. um, au. Yes. Or my Facebook page, ZECCO Melbourne, so Zico Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, same goes with Instagram, Zico Melbourne as well. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so thanks again, Z, for being part of the Real Estate Right Guest Expert Panel. Um, we will have all your details in the podcast show notes and also in our social media. So next week, we're going to get knee-deep in toilet talk. We are going to find out what the difference is between septic and sewage and what suburbs still have septic systems in and around Melbourne, so don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, Contact Sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.